Welcome back to another edition of the Los Ponies Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, the man himself, Hitman the Curtis Trees. Curtis, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off with our locks. Our locks, as we, again, it's, it's, it's kind of like, what, what's it called that? It's, it's spring cleaning time. We need to dust off all those losing tickets. Yes. Get back on a winning streak. You know, I tried to change it up and go on a 100-yard dash. And yes. You guys were calling me crazy. Yes. But I really felt that La Candidata was a, a really quick filly out of the gates. She gets bumped and runs dead last. I, I couldn't believe it. Right quick. I think it was right quick and her right next to each other. And the two quickest horses in that field. Yeah. And they ran terrible going 100 yards. I thought they're drawn next to each other. This will be perfect. Just two horses. Little match race. They're just going to go right on yeah. the outside, those two. And, of course, they end up... Bumping into each other, another lock goes down. Oh, man. And, you know, you, so you went first, no bueno. Then I went with Ali Beifus, no yep. bueno. And then Bobby had, what did Bobby have? He had... Was it KR High Five? Was that who he had? No, he had the Ramon Figueroa horse in the nightcap. That had, oh. That had dropped the rider. It's like a secret. Yeah. Like something, oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. But, yes, the one that dropped Vinny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the horse the horse ran, he's probably, his horse ran the best out of all of I ours, think I so. think. Yeah, I stunk up the joint. Ali Bayfus ran third yeah. behind Pence and Powerful Favorite. And Bobby, I think, got second. So. By the way, how did a political Pence get caught? Uh, I mean, once he flew out of there, we always say, like, it's hard for Monty horses to get caught. And once he broke out of there... And powerful favorite was was trailing. I mean, he, uh, Pence was up a length early. Oh, yeah. I, I had him a length up at the eighth pole. You know, there's a little bit of run up still from 400 yards. So who knows? He probably could have been up, you know, over over a length, length and a quarter probably. And then he just got run down at the end. But we we're both saying like, powerful favorite, you don't have to win, win this race to get in. You are going to get in. You're going to have a fast enough time. Just l- don't catch pa- uh, Pence at the end. And uh, it, you know, th- th- you know, we we circled back and we kind of kick ourselves, but. Uh, Scotty played a played a pick six ticket. He got a, a smaller ticket on air, and you know he put up a bigger ticket personally. Mm-hmm. I bought a piece of it. Uh, we kind of shared it, and uh, he 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 was completely against. I was a completely against powerful favorite. He was as well because I made it. Ali Bayfu was my lock of the night. Yeah, he loved the five eight political pens in that race. So too deep there. Yeah, I mean that's that was pretty tough. <laughs> I was. Once I, I the horses were loading into the gate, that's kind of when I started looking. I was like, you know, a political Pence has a pretty good shot here if uh, Ali Babe Foose and Power Favorite get into any kind of trouble along. Because, like we always say, uh, Pence always runs his race. You know, <coughs> he he breaks out of there, and uh, once he shot out, I was like, well, they got it. So, but yeah, that that was a that's a tough one. That's a tough beat on the pick yeah, six. Yeah, sh- shout out to Scotty because he he played a ticket about two three weeks with four hundred five hundred dollars something. He took mm-hmm. down the pick six. For TVG, we have a set budget of pick sixes. I don't think they want us going higher, like of ninety six or one forty four something yeah. like that. So he put in a ticket at at um, for TVG. He submitted it, but he also I think he he might have tweeted out his bigger ticket that where he added more horses. He likes to play bigger tickets. Uh, but yeah, five out of six. That was the race. That yeah. was the race. Just on the other end, our our boy Quarters George. He he stayed home that night. He yeah. says he wasn't even really planning on playing the pick six, and he ended up taking it down that night. Nice. So. Uh, Maybe he had to stay out of the press box to, to find a yeah. yeah, he had told me he had been in a little slump, so it's always good to to, to get one out and get. Maybe this one's a, the start of a 2019 for him. Hopefully, hopefully. Hey, at least we get to ring the cash register for someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? for somebody. For yeah. somebody. 
<laughs> Hopefully it's for us next time. But uh, thanks again to Bobby Newman for joining us last yep. week. We had a lot of fun talking with him. Who knew that he worked with the likes of Charlie Winningham? Yeah, back in the backstretch and yeah, I was surprised. Uh, I I never heard. You know, we'd kind of heard his backstory before. Yeah. Uh, Orlando's written some uh, press releases for him, but yeah, I never knew that he he went to try and work on the backside yeah. at first. But like a lot of people uh, learn, it, it's it's pretty hard work, and they quickly move on to something else around the track. When that alarm clicks off at three fifty in the morning, <laughs> yeah, that's that's. You're either meant for it or not. Yeah, there, there's a reason uh, I get here on, on Friday night. <laughs> All right, let's get to the program. So we're going to take a look at Saturday's card at Los Al. And isn't it, I feel like every podcast we've done in the last at least five episodes, every episode has a pick six carryover. Yeah, there, there's been some rolling along. And luckily, uh, some people have cashed on them. But uh, what do we got going in? To tomorrow? I want to see what... Uh, actually, no. They hit it. They hit it Oh, on did Friday. they hit? Yeah, oh, they hit okay. it. It was one ticket? Might have been oh, one or two okay. tickets. I thought it was a carryover. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was. But now that I think of it, no. The, they did hit it on Friday night. Okay. Right? But it was a great payout considering there was a lot of scratches, short fields. Yeah. But that, I think that, did, that did take its toll on it. It still paid like 3500 Yeah. Considering the winners tonight, I think George wants a refund. Because he <laughs> hit a much harder one that night. Yeah, and it paid right around there, thirty five hundred. Yeah, I think yeah, thirty. I think it was like thirty seven something. Yeah, tonight was thirty five hundred. Yeah, and there was much shorter prices, much shorter fields. Yeah, I, I guess it was just kind of that Sergio Morphin one uh, yeah. that that kind of made it pay a little bit. I was shocked. Uh, we had all a lot of the scratches in the early part of the card, and the the pick four still almost got to a hundred thousand. So, I mean, it, it, we didn't get trumpets, but yeah. I was still pretty pleased at that yeah, number. So, nonetheless. Uh, we're we're in that part of the year where the fields can get shorter. Yes, we're waiting for those two-year-olds to really get going. Yep, uh, they're already working. Yep, they're already on the ground. So can't wait. We're just a uh, we're gonna have to start a, a baby talk <laughs> uh, episode pretty oh, soon yeah, for sure. We'll be looking forward to that. All right, race number one on Saturday, March 16 at Los Al. Field of seven going four and a half furlongs. Conditional claimers for 2,500 here. Fillers and mares. Field of seven. Who'd you pick? Uh, I went to the four. I'd be buzzing right off the bat. You know, it's, it's run uh, three seconds in a row after breaking its maiden there. But I just feel this horse is the most consistent out of out of all the ones I've seen. I, I want to see much improvement in the three charming weekend, but it did just break its maiden. But Ivy Buzzin has been right there, only uh, closed and lost by a head last time out against Papa Jerry's girl. So I think is poised to fire back. Yeah, I really do think the four is a horse to beat. Eight to five might be. A little bit higher. I think she's going to be heavily, heavily bet in this field. Uh, the three is going to be my second choice, Charming Weekend. After uh, breaking the main and last time out, was able to make the lead and kept going there uh, uh, to post a pretty solid 52 and 4 clocking. So she's been uh, much improved last three starts. She's the main threat. And then for the long shot, I'll go to the one, 618, who faced much tougher $5,000 claimers last time out, mm -hmm. first time against winners. I think getting back against this level should should be a much better effort than than that sixth place finish. So, uh, pretty simple. I'll keep it four three one here in race one. Yeah, nothing too surprising out of me. I like the four, then I like the six. Marina Rose uh, ran pretty good on the front end last yeah. time, but you know tired. 
Uh, lost by four and a quarter to Wicked Sunset and Charming Alexis, but it's going to make its third and easiest start for Keith Craigmile, who can improve horses a lot. So hopefully just the class relief will get this one going. And then the three, Charming Weekend, who we previously talked about, just broke its maiden on the front end the whole way, but it's going to have to face tougher tonight. How about Ramon Guzzi? Ramon Guzzi, yeah, he's riding the one. Ramon Guzzi had a, what, three-win night on Friday? Yeah, he, I mean, he's rolling pretty good. Oh, yeah. uh, people thought there'd be uh, some rust. And you know what I'll say? He's winning with horses from off the pace yes. a lot more, I think. And uh, in the past, that kind of wasn't a characteristic of the goose. You know, he had to get out on the front end or else you, you thought you were in trouble. But uh, he's getting horses to win from all aspects of the race. He got my long shot of the night. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll give him the cash racer for that. Did, did you give him a little fist bump <laughs> on was, the way and back? It, and it was, you know, but fair enough. He, he got bet down at post time. It was four girls. Four girls won my lunch yeah. on the night and Friday. I think it was 5 to 1 or 6 to 1 on the morning line. Yep. A couple of scratches, so the price went down. But nonetheless, Ramon Gusa had a big night on Friday. Uh, watch out for him moving forward here as the third bet season uh, goes along. All right, race two, 870 yards. Maidens going around the hook. And we got uh, three first time starters the one, the three, and the four. Uh, the morning night favorite is going to be the three here, Shiner's Code for Jerry Wallace. We had, I mean, how about this? I'll give myself a boo for this one. How about a first-time starter on Friday? Oh, yeah. Read in by the leading rider who got off the one. Edgar Payard gets off the one yep. to ride a first-time starter for Tirson Limon. Four horse field, he airs at 13 to 1. Yeah, I was looking at that earlier and I was just thinking, why is Payard getting off the one to ride this horse, this first-time starter? And I thought, man, this thing must be pretty live. Well, I just forgot all about it. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I started doing the the charts and all that. I started doing scratches and chases. I just completely forgot about it. You know who reminds me? Who? You know who had it on top? Who? Professor. Professor G? He said, I have to bring it up. It is mandatory I bring it up in the podcast that Professor G had the horse on top. Let me, let me go check to the nightlines. Let me go. Uh, you know, he pointed at it. I, I didn't read it, so he could be lying. But, you know, when he makes a call like that, he likes to let us know in the press box. Top pick? For the professor, suspense here. <laughs> Race one, Friday night. <laughs> professor G, top pick. Lake Pegasus, thirteen to one. So he was telling the truth. Yeah, he was. Telling I mean, that's truth. pretty good. I, I'll give him that. He found the maximum value in a four-horse field. So, uh, you. Know. Kudos to the professor on oh, that. Shout pick. out to professor. I, I, I still didn't get his reasoning though. <laughs> his reasoning solely had to be the Pierre. I went think on the so horse. as well. So he's got a shot here at five at ten to one with the five Gabby Lady Edgar Pierre's who finished fourth last time out. But who's your pick in race two? Yeah, I went to the two. Uh, I was gonna give uh, the one of the three a shot on top. But I thought, you know what, the two's got a little bit uh, of experience here. Has been on the front end, but, I mean, that was a mile and 16th on the turf at Golden Gate. Uh, hasn't raced since 2017, but switches to the barn of Jose Avalos, uh, who does really well here, and he switches to Efren Hernandez. I think if maybe the one and the three aren't ready and maybe need a race, uh, it could be the two's chance to steal this one. We agree. Wow, we go with the experience here. I like the two as well. Italian Arnke. And just because racing experience, top trainer, I mean, Efren is riding lights out in the last couple of weeks here. Mm -hmm. uh, shows a 47-20 and 20 workout from the gate on March 5th. I think the two is the horse to beat. Then I'll go to the one, Royal Bluegrass, for Jose Hernandez Sr. and Omar Santos. I like that this horse already worked farther than the race is carded. Worked five furlongs in, in one minute and .20 from the gate on uh, March 5th as well. But then showed a bullet workout going for furlongs back in January. So the one could be ready to go. 
and then Shiner's Code. That that three furlong workout of 35 flat, that kind of a little bit of indication that this horse might be ready to go right off the bat for Jerry Wallace. So uh, I think the one and three could be live, but just I prefer the racing experience here with the top connections of the two. Yeah, exactly. I got the two on top and, and both of those horses underneath. I like the three Shiner's Code. Uh, the the works look excellent uh, to race here for 870 first time out. Um, Jerry knows how to get him going early, so yep. you know I I don't uh, see any problem uh, in this horse. I just you know first time out that that's just my only knock on him. And then the same thing with the one Royal Bluegrass for Jose Hernandez. You know we got we see some good works coming in. Does draw along the inside. I'm not uh, too big of a fan of that for a horse uh, trying to race first time. But is also double entered here. Yes. Uh, Jose Hernandez also had the four, uh, who is unraced. So makes me think maybe uh, they they just entered the four for the royal, uh, the one royal bluegrass to go. But I'm gonna go two three one. And if you look at the the workouts, it looks like maybe the one and four have been working in tandem because they have the same dates. They have pretty oh, yeah. close times. And, you know, the only dif difference maker would be the 23rd of January workout where the one got a 46.20, where the four got a 46.40. So slightly, slightly, we're yeah. cutting hair, slightly slower, but nonetheless, it appears like both of these runners have been working together. Yeah, I am I just really chose the one because I think uh, Santos is, is a rider that sends a lot more than Rojas. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he'll be hussing a lot more, and especially at 870, you're going to need that, so... That's uh, kind of my reasonings to go with the one over the four. And a little bit of poker because they're both owned and trained by Jose Hernandez <laughs> as well. So If you see him going to the window, <laughs> yes. you text me and let yes. me know, right? Uh, yeah, make sure you have that, that Twitter DM open. <laughs> I, I don't want you to miss out. Our race street, the start of the pick six. We're going four and a half furlongs. Conditional claimers, 2,500. Purse of 9,000. Field of six set to post. Who'd you pick? I went to an old favorite. I like old Rockin' Mojo yeah. here uh, in the five post here for three. Mike Pender. Three races, three identical check marks. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, uh, this could be good uh, or bad. <laughs> uh, I like that he's cutting back yep. from five to 25. So he's cutting it in half. He's been facing tougher. You know, he won for 25 right off the bat with Mike Pender. And he raised him up to 32 non-winners of two. Then he raised him up to five, even though he lost. So, I don't know, maybe he was just helping fill the race or something. But he did have a little trouble in there. He was on the front end and weakened, but he cuts it back to the last time he won at 25. It's a 25 non-winners of three. And I, I like that he's uh, running the four and a half furlong distance. And I'm not too sure about the four and the six, who are some speedy rivals. But I think they'll weaken in the end. I think it's rocking my mojo's race to steal. I, I got I to gotta confess, if this one would have been second on the morning nine, if the odds of the five and six would have been flopped, yeah. Rocky Mamoji would have been my lock of the night. Really? I just like him that much in this spot. I thought he was a huge second two starts back. Last time out, it was it was a field that he it was too tough. Yeah. I think he's much totally. better suited in this field. So Rocky Mamoji also agree there. I'll go to the three for second, proud to be Sicilian for Robert Bean and, and look who's riding. Tiago Pereira. Yeah. Look at that. I mean that's with when, uh, when Santa need to close for a little bit. Yeah, maybe we'll see some uh, some riders come over here like this. When Thiago shows up for Robert Bean, that's saying something, right? Reminds me of when uh, Tyler Bays showed up to ride the 870s. Yeah. It's like, oh, you better take yeah. a look and, and yeah. watch out for this Remember one. Remember when we used to have, like, it was regular occurrence that we'd see Martin Pedrosa, yep. Tyler Bays, mm -hmm. Iggy Puglisi. Yeah, they, riding here during the nighttime. They, they'd come over. I remember it was like, what, Harbor Beach, I think. Uh, 
were some of the horses that they would come over for yeah. they'd run in those 870 stakes and yeah. i mean there's some good money to be made so uh they'll they'll go when they got a live mount yeah so i'll go five three six here in this spot i think case rock capes high rocket from the outside also dropping in class from that same race as as rocky my mojo that one could show a little bit of speed and uh when christian aragon there is riding for angie on a class dropper you got to pay attention so five three six for me here in race three yeah I like five and i'm gonna go to the four who's hot uh, for the Chuck Trees Barn here, drops from 32 to 25, you know, did lead, uh, lose to Rock and My Mojo, was on the lead and just weakened there in the end. Uh, I think is better at, at the four furlong distance, it is going to four and a half, but I think can get out there, and I like that he's drawn on the inside of the five and the six, so hopefully he can just get out there and try and hold on at the end. And then the six capes, Hot Rocket. I was pretty high on this horse when he yeah. came from Golden mm -hmm. Gate, and this horse has just not really shown uh, a ton of early speed. But they're going to take the blinkers off tonight and draws the outside, so hopefully that can get this horse to run a big race for Angie. All right, recap, I'll go 5-3-6. 5-4-6. Race number four, the payoff leg of the early pick four. And, uh, you know, the, I have the nightline, so, you know, whenever there's groups here, they, they kind of name the race after the groups. How about this one? Happy 95th birthday, Papa. Papa? Yeah, so 95th birthday. Congrats <laughs> there. Papa, 95 years young there. In race number four, we're going four and a half furlongs. Conditional claimers, 3,200. Field of six. Can we go? Check mark, sweep, pick four. Who'd you pick? The two, wit and wisdom for Jesus Nunez. Ladies and gentlemen, go to the windows. <laughs> go to the windows. Check mark, pick four here. Could this be like an all weaver pick four where it's just one dollar <laughs> when they put it up on TVG? Yeah, way to pump handle, yeah, Weaver, with your on, $1 Weaver. pick yeah, four. Yeah, come on. There, you know, there is a maximum of TVG, but the, you know, there, there should be a minimum, minimum. as yes, well. I agree. Uh, but anyway, uh, that being said, uh, we're going to the two, Wit and Wisdom here. Just, you know, won really nicely last time, four and a half. He's won two out of the three uh, races. Jumped up to 4,000 two outs ago, and I think that was just too tough, so it dropped down to 25. And the horse, you know, bid four wide and drew off really nicely. Went 51 and three. It's just taking a, another bump up to 3,200 off the claim for Danny Chavez and Jesus Nunez. Efren Hernandez gets aboard over Minor Hirana. I, I like that upgrade in jockeys. So uh, the price is a little short, but I do think is the best horse here in the fourth. Yeah, that's, that was a visually impressive win and stopped the clock in 51 and three. And I like that Canadians claim him for 2,500, and they put him up just one level. Yeah, you know where he's going to be. Competitive, just like we expect him. He's eight to one on the morning line, eight to five, excuse me. And if if, they, if somebody wants to claim him, they'll still make profit. So that's right. I that's like, the name of the game. I like the strategy here for Danny Chavez and Jesus Nunez. I think Win and Wisdom is the horse to beat. The main threat could be the five Yoler's Way in my eyes. I, I I thought it was a better than looked second there. Still finished about a length and a half clear of the third place finish uh, for Oscar Areda and Francisco Rojas stays aboard. I, I just think there he's a horse that. That could be tracking the the speed early on and also making a move late, and then for third I'll go to the deep closer, the one, the sleepy, the sleepy prince. He's kind of a teaser. I, I've I've chased him before. Yeah. I I feel like one of these nights when I I completely ignore him, he's gonna pop up at a big <laughs> price. So I'll go two five one here in race four. Okay, I like the three or no, the two. I'm sorry, and then the five Yolder's way. Uh, everything you said, you know, angled out last time yep. and just studying the stretch, but was was moving late. And then there's not a whole lot of speed in here, so I'm hoping the four, real quick. I'm going to go to this horse for third, <laughs> which hasn't shown a lot of speed, but before was really a rocket early on. Wait, and isn't, so, isn't this the same name of that quarter horse? 
No, right quick. Right quick. Right quick. Right, right, yeah, right there's quick. a lot of them right now. <laughs> there's a lot of right, a lot of quicks right now. Uh, yeah, usually a little sound. Yeah, there's a big quick, especially with Doc. You, yeah. You'll see a lot of the same names, yeah. so they just all roll into yeah. one another. <laughs> but I'm just, uh, I'm hoping this horse can get out there on the front end, kind of get brave. Uh, hasn't really shown much uh, since coming over to the barn of Kelly Castaneda, but like I said, there's not a whole lot of speed in here. Maybe you can get out there front end and get brave, but I, I am taking a stab with it. All right, recap, I'll go 2-5-1. 3-5-4. Race number five, the start of the late pick four, and uh, we're going three, uh, excuse me, I skipped, skipped the race, I'm skipping the race six here. Race five, we're going four and a half, four and a half furlongs, field of six. A clean price of $5,000. Look at that purse, Curtis. $15,000. That's, that's a pretty good cash for $5,000 claimers. And it's a compact field of six. Tricky race to read. But I feel like we're on the same horse once again. This could be five straight check marks. Because I think we've both picked this horse before. Yeah. And I think we're back on it based on the competition this horse faced last time out. Who's your pick? I'm going to the three belligerent. No, we're not. No, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, I thought this was a pretty tough race. It was uh, yeah. actually when when I first started looking at it. You've been you've been on Belligerent before. Belligerent, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, that's, on this it's kind of a horse I've been rolling with, and I, I think has just come up uh, with some tough fields and was in tight and checked early on. So I'm just going to draw a line through that race. And then it went 870. So I don't think she liked that at all. But before that, uh, at the five thousand dollar level, won twice uh, for five thousand non winners of two, and now facing Open Company. I know Foxy Fresh is going to get out there. But I'm hoping Belligerent can just stay very close to the outside of this horse, not let her get too far away and pounce in the stretch. I've been burned by horses from slightly off the pace. Give me the speed. I'm all <laughs> speed, baby. Give that me is Foxy Fresh. Give me Foxy <laughs> Fresh here, who set a track record four starts back. I just think she's the speediest of this field. As uh, as you remember, last time out, I had Ray Run Raging Rider Run. Yes. Tough speed. Oil, man, that oil still hurts. And so. that could have been a stakes race yeah, uh, yeah, for, for 870 sure. It was. That was a, about as good of 870 we've had all year long. So give me the two. I'll pick the three belligerent for second because I think she's going to enjoy getting back to four and a half furlongs. I think that's the key for the three. Mm -hmm. And then for third, give me Holiday in Cambodia, second time off the layoff. Move well there to get up for second last time out. I think she could improve here getting an extra half furlong and second start off the break. So two, three, five for me. And a tricky race five. Yeah, like three, two, and I'm going to go with another long shot for third. I'm going to go to Tiger Mom down mm -hmm. along the inside. Uh, ran recently at Los Al in December uh, in the daytime and was right there throughout. Uh, takes a little bit of a class drop here since a uh, couple of bad efforts at Santa Anita, but gets the goose aboard, drops down for uh, the $5,000 level. Uh, definitely just going to have to chase the, the two and the three. Uh, I'm sure the four is going to be right there, but if the goose can get this one rolling like he's had horses late, I think it can be closing down the lane. All right, race number five, I'll go two, three, five. Three, two, one. Race number six, the start of the final pick three of the night. We're going down the straightaway. We got quarter horses going 300 yards. Maiden claiming going for a tag of $5,000, a field of seven set to post. Who'd you pick? Oh, finally, I have a I have a price. Ooh. Fine, I'm going to the three. Barrymore Red Hot, ah, five to one like on the this. morning I line. Like We're going to have second time off the claim for Ricardo Guillen. You know, last time out, broke in and steadied at the start. But uh, had been right there, only uh, finished a, a length and a half behind Flying Away, who, uh, you know, Matt Fales has been going pretty good. So if you're running... Uh, right behind Matt Fails is probably a, a good place to be in. So if uh, Guillen can just get this one to improve second time off the claim, it drops down a bit in, in claiming price. 
hopefully uh, just that kind of relief, get a little quick start out of the gate. Going to have to take on another fails horse again, but I'm going to go to the three, Barrymore Red Hot. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I'm going with the chalk here, Matt Fails. Uh, Straight Maiden's going 100 yards last time out. Bumped at the start and finished evenly for third. Uh, but if she, the, the question is, if she runs back to that effort in September, she's a horse to beat. Yep. But that is a question mark. Can she run back? I don't know. But then again, this is not the strongest of 5,000 reclaimers. Exactly. And if she's ever going to show up, I think this has got to be the field. So give me the five. I'll go the one. A lot of dash there for second. Ran a game effort in the feed last time out. Broke well, but was caught late there uh, under Carlos Huerta. Carlos Huerta stays aboard here tonight. I'm a little, I'm a little bit worried for the rail about the rail, mm -hmm. but he's been breaking okay. Uh, well, last time out he got off cleanly, uh, but I'm a little bit worried. But I'll go five one, and then I'll go to the seven glitch here for Bill Holberg, uh, a horse that seems like he's she might be starting to figure things out. Had not shown much in the first two starts, was claimed a couple of thirds now. She might be turning things around and really starting to figure things out. She draws the outside, so I'll go five one seven here, race six. Hey, it might be good for you because I've given up on the seven glitch. <laughs> I, I played it that first time out for Bill Holberg, uh, and then last time out uh, I had Southern Trueno, uh, who who won that race. Yes. So I'm kind of going against glitch, but maybe uh, my weight will get off and that horse will <laughs> run well. I like the three Barrymore Red Hot. The five whiskey quicker looks very tough again for Matt Fails. Fails has been on fire. You know, has been face facing a, a lot tougher foes. And if you look back to that race you pointed to, the the second by a neck there back in September, uh, looks ready to go just off the class uh, drop alone. And then I'm going to go to the six Ledecky for third. Cuts the climbing price in half for Paula Jones and has run decent races in the past despite trouble. And, and I like the draw next to Whiskey's quicker. And hopefully, I all can just get it out of the gate. And we'll see if this uh, filly can improve with a clean trip. You give up on Glitch, I give up on Ledecky. Oh, okay. That's our story <laughs> for this race. Because I think I've chased Ledecky in the last three starts. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I mean, just a, a lot of trouble in the, in the trouble lines. I uh, was close there er, early on at 3.30. But, you know, I thought shortened up and uh, drawn outside the main rival could help. All right, I'll go 5-1-7. 3-5-6. All right, there's two races left. You know what time it is. The Late Daily Double. And before we get into the Late Daily Double, have you noticed six races in the books? No lock alarms yet. Oh, my God, that's true. <laughs> I haven't heard anything yet. No, so this... You're not going to... You're not going to... Well, I shouldn't give it away, but... God, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lock of the night here for me. Luckily, we don't overlap. We didn't plan this at all. No, I was going to say, hopefully we're not battling. <laughs> I know. We did not overlap here. I'm going first. Lock of the night for me. Race 7. Quarter horse going 330 yards. I love the way Ferrari Price Drive looked mm -hmm. last time out. He's a he's a good big body gelding. He got off to a good start. He, went, he won on their easy hand ride. Good time. Of 17, 1713 there. Uh, opened to the $8,000 claimers. He looked good as a betting favorite. I like that the connections say, run him back. Mm -hmm. Draw another race. Let's enter. Let's see if they can do it. I like the way he looked. I think he's right back in a good spot to win here for Monte Rosa. Give me Ferrari Price Jive, the lock of the night. Yeah, I think uh, Ferrari Price Jive looks awfully tough, but I went to the one rocking I energy. It. I knew it. Looking very tough along the inside here. You know, had been facing a lot tougher in the past, but took some time off. It's been off since June, so a lot of months off there. But they dropped this horse in for eight thousand. 
I mean, it could be seen as a, maybe a little sign of distress, but you know, the horse came back, worked 12-3, has drawn along the inside of the main rivals here. Zamudio's got his main man, Lozano, up, so I'm going to take my chances and go with Rock and Energy. I'm going to the two, Ferrari Prize Jive. Everything you said uh, has, me horse, uh, has me landing on this horse for a second. And then I'm going to go to the three, L Bar D Classic Trip. Um, coming in from out of state, and I think it's well spotted uh, here for the $8,000 tag. And I'm just going to point back to um, the Wild West Futurity Trials last year. Uh, this horse was closing and got up by a neck. It has a little more experience under its belt, drawn outside the, uh, who I think are the two main rivals here. So I'm going to go with LB, L Bar D Classic Trip for third. And uh, we pretty much have the same horse. We just flip him up. I've got two, one, three, but I've got a soft spot for the three, L Bar D Classic <laughs> Trip, because in those trial nights back yes. in September, October, uh, October 2017, that's the night I went. I was seven for seven with this horse in my check marks. Oh my god! So this there was nine trials that night. Remember? Yes. So this was my seventh pick of the night. Yeah. I think he was four to one, or actually five or six to one in the morning nine. Got bet down to two to one. Uh, he yeah, won by a neck. And then here we go, eighth race, right? Yeah. My second choice beats me. <laughs> and then my check mark wins the last race. You didn't do where you tweet out that you were seven for seven, <laughs> right? No, but somebody, I think. Well, we can blame this on the graphics department because oh. guess when they, they they built a tracker? They must have built it right after the they seventh. They built it after the seventh. I'll have to go in there and have a talk with all those guys. <laughs> Nothing mushes anything faster than Johnny come lately when the, when the guy's on fire. Oh, man. I remember that night because uh, this horse, the name, I can't forget this name, El Bar, the classic trip. It's like a unique name. Yes. Uh, that stand out. And, yeah, I remember that night. Uh, so I'll have, I'll have a little soft spot for El Bar, the classic trip. So... I'll go two one three here with my lock of the night being the two Ferrari Prize Jive. One three two for me. All right, race number eight, eight hundred and seventy yards. And Curtis, you're telling me, you're telling me you're gonna pick a lock of the night in the Rossmore overnight handicap going eight hundred and seventy yards. I, I must be crazy too because I'm picking Bob Bean who hasn't won. <laughs> An 870-yard race yet, but I was just so impressed with the five candy zip. This thoroughbred came in, uh, he you know he claimed it from Golden Gate for four thousand. Came in right off the bat. He went 45.08 in that oil race. Who you know came back and uh, has upset a lot of people yes. at, at the track. But I was just really, I mean, that's racehorse time. That if you run 45.08, you're going to be right there at the end. It's going to take an impressive time like that. Went to Santa Anita. Uh, they tried it at five and a half and was on the uh, front end there. You know, but that was for 16000 But, I mean, ran impressively the whole way around and uh, only lost by three-quarters of a length. So Bob Bean brings it back to Los Al, and we got Pereira. He's coming into town. This is the one he came to ride. <laughs> so I know he's going to be trying his you-know-what off to win this race. So I'm hoping he can just sit to the outside of Run Raging Rhino Run and catch him in the stretch. So I'm going to make the five candies zip my lock of the night. Ooh, 72 there. I mean, it's hard to, to ignore. I mean, that time, 45.08, will probably get the job done. Pereira jumping aboard is always nice to see as well for Rob, for uh, Bob Bean. So, uh, Candy Zip, your lock of the night. You know who I'm picking. You know I'm picking the one. Run, Reggie, Rhino, run. What do I <laughs> tell the people on the show? Don't pick quarter horses in 870. I did it one time, and it actually worked it out. Worked. It worked. That did. was the one time. That's like Lawler's Law for the Clippers. <laughs> That's it. I'm picking the quarter horse from the inside. He ran a game effort in the feed 45.03 so right in line with with the five uh i'll pick the three for second the 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 quarter horse in this field bound to bet who's making his comeback effort second time off the layoff here for scott willoughby i think it was a the 550 event was a prep for this 
just to get him stretched out, get his legs under him. I'll go one, three, five in a very, very competitive <laughs> Ross Moore overnight handicap. Yeah, we're right there for the exactors. Just flipping around. I like five, and then the one run raging Rhino Run, even though it's a quarter horse, I, I have to respect him. Went 4503. I mean, just absolutely impressed the last time. Only lost by a head to Oil, who we just talked about. And then I'm going to go to the six, St. Reno on the outside. One of two entrants for Lorenzo Ruiz. Uh, raced at Santa Anita last time for 20,000, was on the front end and just weakened in the late stages. But before that, went 45 22 against Power Thinker and uh, Ciapino Pasadino. I think that's a pretty good time. It's going to have to sit right to the outside of Candy Zip and run Raging Rhino Run, but if any of these two, you know, falter down the stretch, hopefully I can get a nice little price with Pieris aboard at six to one. Are we, are, are we, are we, uh, are we scared of all that El Coreano might run back to that 44.89 clocking for his back? You know, that's such an impressive time. <laughs> I don't, I don't think El Coreano can ever do that again. That, that's the only reason. I'm banking on that. That's just such an impressive time because it <laughs> he was just stands out off yeah, the page. Yeah, he went forty-five ninety-five, and then he, you know, he runs just the race of his life in forty-four eighty-nine. But then it's forty-five ninety-two and forty-five ninety-seven. So he hasn't been close since that race. So I think he just bounced off that. I think it was a freak effort. I'm off of him. Remember when uh, Jason, our ex, uh, yes, he bet on a Coreano. He told us. Remember the he timing was right. He, he confessed to us. Remember he was like. Yeah, I've been betting trifectas and all those. Oh, yeah. We're like, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we thought he was just you know Orlando's assistant. Yeah. And he's just kind of you know, he, he nicest guy yeah, in the nice world, guy, and uh, but never talked about the horses nope. at all. Never talked about playing. He's like, yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing pretty good. I've been playing some tries. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh really? <laughs> oh, okay. So I mean, it's nice that if you work at the track, eventually you're gonna <laughs> yeah. take an interest. You, you're gonna have to put a voucher in at one time. But and, yeah, he was all over that horse he, that he, night because he is of Korean descent, so he was all in <laughs> like Coreano. That was, I mean, this. He, I think he cashed that night with El Coreano, if I remember correctly. But nonetheless, El Coreano went up to Golden Gate. He zizzled an opening quarter of twenty point eighty eight. Yep, twenty point eighty eight last time out. I mean, no matter where you go, that is uh, that's flying. No matter whether it's here, New Mexico, wherever, uh, sub twenty one. That's something else, but coming back here, I, I don't know if uh, he could do it again, especially with Run Raging Rhino Run to the inside. This is going to be a very, very interesting. Oh, they're going to be shoving into that turn, <laughs> oh, believe me. This might be. Could this be a rack trick of time? It could be. Because they're, they're going to be sizzling and they're going to be finishing. You know, once I, uh, I never saw Snowbound Superstar break it. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I said. It'll never be broken again. That's I, I put my stamp on it because I was waiting. Every single time Snowbound ran, I, I thought for sure he's going to break it. I mean, he was just winning so easy. Remember that night, uh, that day, he act they actually ran the race before the races. It was a non-wagering event. Yeah. He looked beat. Like, he drifted out, like, to Shawnee's. Yep. And I remember the horse that was on the lead, and even Ed Burger called him almost like, oh, and some of our superstars is going to get beat tonight. Yeah. Uh, it was a Hector Jaime Hernandez horse that was on the oh, lead. Oh, was it a uh, bad cop? Ba bad act? Oh, could have been ba bad act. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. I think it's bad act. I think it was yeah. bad act that was leading him. Pro yeah, probably bad act. You're and right. And here comes Snowbound Superstar surging <laughs> and gets up to win an impossible race. I, I mean, I asked Cody one time. I, I saw him at a restaurant after the races one night, and I just went up to him, and I said, Cody, what's it like to ride Snowbound Superstar? He just said, it's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And that was it. That was all he said. And he had like the biggest smile on the face. Like, yeah, you know what? If I got to uh, ride a horse that could win no matter what and win by eight lengths, 
Well, so, I forget what the streak was. I, he, I don't know. He went to Remington Park. He was on Vito. I mean, yep. he was what, by far one of my favorites, 870 courses of, uh, of my life for sure. Yeah, but that was one when uh, when he didn't break the track record. I said nobody will ever break the track <laughs> record again. So I, I think it'll be safe. But it, it'll definitely be uh, a, a great race. I, I think it's... Uh, you know, we're we're not even talking about the four who's five oh, to yeah, two in the morning. Exactly. Uh, Great Ma Neri, right. uh, the other Lorenzo Ruiz horse is, is in there, and uh, like you said, El Corrano who put up a forty four eighty nine. If if, if, if that horse in, runs back to that, <laughs> it will over. win. It's but over, I don't man. think it's going to happen. If you dig in, you can build a case for every horse in this race. Exactly, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get ours home. Uh, I know you're gonna, you're probably gonna be single to the one, <laughs> but uh, no, now with your luck, I have to go too deep. I have to go too deep. All right, fair so, enough. So they, th <laughs> thanks for believing in me, even though our locks haven't been doing very well. Thank you for believing in me. <laughs> We've been doing terrible, terrible in the last few weeks, but we're gonna turn around, Curtis. Tonight's, hopefully, yeah. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the night. <laughs> all right. Anything else for the after show? I think that's it. I think that's all we have. All right. We got to run, guys. So we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.